Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time to take a walk on the wild side with Trey Reed and Mark Hedrick on 1037 The Buzz. It's the outdoor show you've been waiting for. Now, here are your hosts of the wild side, Trey Reed and Mark Hedrick. Welcome to the wild side. I'm Mark Hedrick. Trey Reed is at points unknown. Damon, uh, we have not heard from him since last uh, week. He is, uh, I believe, on fishing again in Mexico. It's a nice life. Hard to hide big money. Oh, boy. No doubt. No doubt. And this is the show that just goes to prove that half the people you know are below average. <laughs> <laughs> in studio tonight, sitting in the fifth beetle, Ben Batten. He's back. We got Ben back in. How you doing, Ben? Hey, I'm great. Glad to be here always. Yeah, we've got uh, a whole week. Yeah, yeah, it has been. We always like having you in. We've got a great show lined up. We've got uh, uh, Sean Lusk, who's a uh, fisheries management staff biologist with Arkansas Game and Fish. He'll be uh, coming in on the Edwards Food Giant Hotline a little bit. The guy has done some. And then we've got uh, uh, Philip Kastner. Uh, who's on the line right now with us, and we just thought we'd bring Philip in a little early and uh, see what's going on in the uh, fishing report. Hit it up o- over there, Damon. Well, let's see. <coughs> Hold on, Philip. We're l- looking for your Trader Bills fishing report. It's time for the Trader Bills Outdoors Southern Reel Outfitters Fishing Report. With all the great lakes and rivers in the natural state, let Trader Bills and Southern Reel be your guide to great fishing and your one-stop shop for all things outdoors. Philip, you with us? I am here. Well, well, talk to us. Tell us what's going on down there in Hot Springs. <clears throat> well, so uh, the, the, the obvious big news that uh, all of, of Central Arkansas is talking about is this coming Saturday, Trader Bill's Team Trail Championship is on Lake Washita. That's right. Uh, we're going to, of course, give away a brand-new Vexus boat uh, trailer powered by a Suzuki Outboard. It's going to have, of course, a uh, mean-coated trolling motor, electronics, fully rigged, ready to go, uh, $50,000 first-place prize. Wow. We did the math on all the others who... The rest of the prizes yesterday. Listen, when you when you uh, when you took this job, did you know there'd be math required? There will be some math involved. <laughs> Thank goodness for Chevy Chase teaching me math. No doubt. But, uh, but there is just it's a ridiculous amount of money involved in 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 a tournament in Central Arkansas that that, that requires you know what entropy that that uh, we we collect. And, and how many how many and, uh, boats you or, uh, boats you expecting? Well, it you know, I think if I'm not mistaken, you know, boat that has qualified is like a hundred and something. You know, we, we we're expecting over a hundred. Right. And wow. of course, uh, you know, with all the sponsorship and money that's involved, it's it's over a hundred percent payback. I mean, we're approaching a hundred forty, hundred fifty percent. Wow. Uh, one and a half times your money that you put into this circuit, you get back. 
if if you're in the top ten. And and you know the other side of the coin is too. You know, Mr. Bass is is about a name, and uh, Trader Bill's Team Trail is also. By the way, listen to that. You hear that? Yeah. You catching one? Yep. That's Tuesday <laughs> night tournament going. Oh, by. is that what it is? I heard something. <laughs> yeah, that's what that is. Well, you know, it's it, uh, it, then, it, you know it's interesting because you know Trader Bill's Team Trail, Mr. Bass, Arkansas. I mean, when you look at it. Yourself, Mandy, Reggie, Melinda Mize, there's so many people that put time in for this, and the fishermen show up in droves. So it shows what a great job you guys are doing. Absolutely. Then the other side is also on Sunday, Frederick Bill's High School Championship is on Lake Washita as well. So that's the farm ground, you know. Yep. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. You cannot grow a crop without, you know, seeds in the ground. And right. Trader Bills also sponsors a high school uh, circuit, and our championship is this coming Sunday as well, right after our Trader Bills team trail. And all these kids are, are fishing for, you know, the rights and, and the trophies and <clears throat> everything that goes along with uh, winning a championship on Lake Washington. And, you know, the thing about it is a lot of these kids that, that come out of this circuit um, fish the Commissioner's Cup tournament. Uh, the Game and Fish Foundation puts on. These guys are some hammers. I mean, you've got the uh, you know, lakeside fishing team. You've got all sorts of teams from hot springs and all over the state. Uh, uh, folks come in and, and, and fish uh, um, and qualify for your tournaments, and then they go ahead. Once they get enough tournaments under their belt, they qualify for the uh, uh, Commissioner's Cup. And let me tell you something. It's, a, uh, it's, really, it's really something to see these kids come up through the junior ranks and then all of a sudden head to college on scholarship. This is stuff you and I never had when we were growing up, Philip. Absolutely. And and then not only that, too, but if you pay attention to what have, has happened, we got father-son teams that are winning Trader Bill's Team Trail tournaments. Oh, yeah. Kids are in college now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and they're coming back full circle. And so they're, they're, it's so cool to watch a father-son team win. No question. Um, because of the history of the family involved and everything, and it is so neat to watch. Well, you know, we got the chief of fisheries sitting here in the studio, and I know how juiced he is about all these young fishermen coming up. Yeah, no, I mean, this is incredible. I mean, I, it seems like from your numbers and several other the, the circuits, Philip, that uh, participation seems to be on the rise. I'm starting to see some bigger numbers, which is exciting. But the kids, and the, the neat thing to me is talking to some of these kids, like what they have nowadays on YouTube, I had to wait a month for the next Bassmaster magazine to come out, you know? Yeah. And now they're on YouTube learning about <laughs> Japanese rigs and whatever else, and it's pretty incredible. They can learn some stuff really quick, and that's neat to watch. And I am I was a little bit nervous, I think, about some of the future, say, five or eight years ago, but we really seem to be trending upwards. I'm excited about it. It, it really is. And, and whenever you look at, you know, numbers five years ago, and you look at names, that's what I should have said, not numbers, but names of families that are involved in the tournament circuit five years ago, and then you look at the names of today. The names are the same. The last names are the same. It's just the son. It's just the nephew or the the uncle, and, and it's just is transferring down the chain. Um, and so it's just a great, great family function, especially when you're in a fishing family. Well, also, you, you know, Trader Bills is very heavily involved in the Commissioner's Cup, and when you look at 
at the names of, of people that are supporting the Commissioner's Cup. Now, I'm not talking just corporation. I'm talking about individuals that step up and, and, and give their time or their money or, or give uh, uh, prizes. I mean, they understand the importance of keeping fish involved, keeping fish in the outdoor, or keep keeping kids in the outdoors fishing, hunting. Uh, uh, so I mean, it's it's uh, it's really starting to, to 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 come on even stronger. I think. I think. Well, man, Philip, we got about a minute. Give me a little idea of what people are going to catch them on over there this weekend. Oh, you realize it's ninety degrees yesterday. It's ninety degrees today. Yep. My goodness, ninety something tomorrow. We've gone from, and I'm standing here right now looking at a, a straight-up big half. It's a little bit more than a half moon. So we're going into a building moon this coming If there are any big females going to go up on the bed, it's this weekend. Yep. And it's going to be on the southeast of the lake. It's yep. more east than south probably. Lake hadn't gotten so, all that sun. It's just now starting to get good and warm. That is exactly right. So I expect, oh, I'm, my over-under number is over 20. I'll, I'll take any bets on the over 20 for a dollar. But, Man, um, I, I'm looking I really for, think it's going to be a great, great game. Well, I do too. And listen, we'll be looking forward to uh, hearing the results next week. Uh, we thank you for coming on again, as always. That's Philip Kastner on the uh, Trader Bills Southern Reel Fishing Report. Thanks, Philip. And listen, Ben, as as you and I have watched, these kids that are coming up, these guys, I mean, they're not slouches. They can catch them. No, no, no. These kids can fish. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, just the excitement of, of uh, being able to do it in high school and college, gosh, I wish we had it. No doubt. Well, listen, it's Mark Hedrick will be back with you with Ben Batten, and we'll have Sean Lusk as our uh, special guest on the Edwards Food Giant Hotline when we're back in about four minutes. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros has been serving the community for more than 15 years. Locally owned and operated, we offer a wide range of name brand tires, wheels, and automotive service you can trust so your dollars stay in our community. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, where customers are treated like family, service like your daddy used to get. Visit in-store at one of our two locations or shop for tires and service online at allabouttireandbrake.com. Hey folks, Mark Hedrick here to tell you about Battery Outfitters in North Little Rock. They're here to serve your battery needs, from cell phones to hearing aids to power tools. And when it comes to service, Battery Outfitters is second to none. Got a problem with your truck or your boat battery? Just pull in at 5915 JFK Boulevard and the Battery Outfitters crew will handle the rest. And don't forget to ask about Key Fob Friday and watch Battery Saturday. You'll be glad you did. Battery Outfitters, 501-537-4990 for all your battery needs. Trader Bills Outdoors and Southern Reel Outfitters is the one-stop shop for all your fishing and boating needs. They carry Vexus Bass Boats, Godfrey Pontoons, and Tyga Surf, Wake, and Ski Boats. Their marine department also features parts and accessories from most boat manufacturers. And if something goes wrong with your boat, their service department is ready to get you back in the game with quality repairs and friendly service. Trader Bills Outdoors and Southern Reel Outfitters, where great fishing and boating begin. It's Jan from Toyota. Summer's here, and with an exciting new Toyota, you can take a trip to all the places that make summer, summer. Like a trip to the stables in a new Tundra. Whoa, easy girl. 
going hot air ballooning. Hey, I can see my forerunner from here. Road trips to tourist traps in a new Camry. That has to be the world's biggest beehive. And my absolute favorite, taking a RAV4 out to go fly fishing. I'm mostly in it for these cool waders. But you can't beat the sounds of nature. <sighs> a gentle stream, the birds singing without a care in the world, and a sudden summer storm. <laughs> Classic. Summer starts at your participating Toyota dealer. Now's the perfect time to test drive our most exciting models like Tacoma, Corolla, Highlander, and more. The event ends May 31st. Toyota, let's go places. Dealer inventory may vary. Cards issued by Celtic Bank member FDIC. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's credit cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 3.3% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com/sports. 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 Hey Diamond Hog fans, it's pitcher Connor Nolan. Join me for the Strike Zone every Thursday this baseball season during the Zone with Justin and Wes. Each week we'll recap recent games and get you set for our upcoming matchups. The Strike Zone is brought to you by John Mark Goins with Allstate Insurance and Jackson Road Cabot. John Mark Goins with Allstate can help you with your home, auto, RV, boat, life, and commercial insurance. Call John Mark today at 501-605-1258. And join me for the Strike Zone Thursday during the Zone on your fun and game station, 1037 The Buzz. Welcome back to the Wild Side on 1037 The Buzz. Welcome back to the Wild Side. I'm Mark Hedrick in the studio. Trey's uh, out fly fishing again. I mean, you know. Man, that guy's gone, you know, about every other well, week. Well, you know, I mean, I mean, you know, what, do you, what can you say? The guy's, you know, becoming a professional novice. He sure is. Yeah, he I mean, sure is. So uh, uh, we got uh, Sean Lusk on the Edwards Food Giant Hotline tonight. We, you know, I'm gonna, Sean. I'm gonna let your boss here, Ben, bring you in. So before Sean has quite a legendary tale to tell us here shortly, but before we get there, let me just tell you real quick. Sean serves in the fisheries division at Game and Fish as the uh, uh, fisheries management staff biologist. It's a recent promotion for him. And so he's up in the Little Rock office, and he is kind of the man right between the field and the administrators, and he's kind of up in the middle of everything. Sean's been with Game Fish for six years. He came to us from Auburn where he got his master's degree. And Vince Miller will be glad to hear that because Vince Miller's a big Auburn That's right. Vince is an Auburn man. I forgot that. But uh, uh, Sean Sean is a heck of a biologist, and uh, we really enjoy working around him. Well, well, Sean – like I say, welcome to the Wild Side. Uh, we've been wanting to get you on for a while. Uh, I, you're not in studio tonight, uh, and we were hoping you'd come down, but kind of tell us what happened over the weekend to you. Man, I've got a pretty wild story for you. We're ready so, for it. Um, I'm, not, I'm not much of a turkey hunter, but, you know, each 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 uh, turkey season, i got to get out at least a couple times. And 
my hunting strategy <clears throat> typically revolves around, you know, getting as far away from the road as I can get. Usually when, whether it be deer hunting or turkey hunting, I'm generally at least a mile, sometimes a mile and a half back. And so over the last couple of years, I've found a, a sweet little spot on one of our wildlife management areas um, in the Washita Mountains. And I've, I've been going to it pretty regularly and I hadn't had any success yet, but I've kind of got the turkeys out there pretty patterned. And so um, I got out there Saturday morning, um, a couple hours before, before light. And uh, kind of the setup here is I, I park at the top of this mountain, and I basically walk straight down this mountain. And, I mean, it's to the point where you almost have to take breaks going down with how steep it is. And you get down to the bottom, and you walk across a big flat, and you got to cross a couple creeks, and you get to another mountain. And um, I got set up out there. You know, I crossed the creeks and everything, and it went fine. And, I got set up out there, and, um, you know, right at legal shooting light, I, I hear a turkey gobbling up on the hill, you know, perfect. You know, the, the whole thing was going, you know, exactly how I planned it. Well, unfortunately, that turkey only gobbled one time, and that was the last turkey I heard all morning. <laughs> so well, you, and, and, not, not the, as well as planned. That, that, that's what would get me. See, I, I get, you know, impatient. I don't think I could walk a mile and a half, two miles, and sit down and hear one gobble and then sit there the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm the exact same way. So I gave that bird, you know, probably 30, 45 minutes, and uh, then I decided I was going to go after it. And so he was up on top of this hill, this top, kind of top of this mountain. And so I make my way up this mountain, and I'm looking down, and I start to see a bunch of areas where turkeys had been, uh, had been scratching, you know. And so I'm going farther up, going farther up, and I, I start to look at some of these scrapes, and they start looking a lot more fresh, like, you know, they had been made within the past day or so but uh they looked a little odd in that they weren't kind of big scraped out areas it was more of like kind of like eight inches wide by a couple feet long and but you could definitely see nail marks and so i'm kind of looking at these and kind of scratch my head and something catches the corner of my eye and so i look over and it's about a 250 300 pound black bear about 40 or 50 yards away. I'm from out. Me. And it's got. <laughs> you lost Mark. No yeah, that, that, there's where your turkey it's, went. <laughs> Breakfast. Yeah, exactly. So immediately I kind of put two and two like, okay, probably uh, probably not good for the turkey hunt. But, man, just watching this thing walk through the woods was one of the most incredible things I think I'd ever seen before. I mean, it, there was no wind Saturday morning. My thermals were going up, so it couldn't smell me. You know, I was moving through the woods like a ninja. <laughs> so I didn't know I was there. Just watching that thing in its natural environment was just incredible. And so that was the highlight of the morning, or so I thought it was. Yeah. So at that point, I kind of see the writing on the wall that there's probably not going to be much for turkey activity in that area. But there was a spot um, a couple miles south of there that I wanted to go scout for, for deer season. And so um, I start walking back to the truck, and I'm just going to kind of drive over there. And um, I get about um, half a mile away from where I'm parked, so kind of where those creeks are, right at the base of that mountain. And uh, to get across the creek that morning, I had just thrown my Crocs on, okay? But, you know, being kind of lazy, I decided that I didn't want to take my boots and socks back off and put my Crocs on and then just have to put them on on the other side of this creek because it wasn't a big creek. So I figured what I would do is just, you know, find some rocks that I could hop across. And so I end up hopping across the first creek, and I get to the second creek, and um, it's a little bit wider, a little deeper. Um, so I'm kind of surveying it, and I see up in front of me kind of a gravel bar area. 
and so I'm bird dogging that gravel dog, that gravelly area, and I figure I'm going to go across there. And so I'm walking to that gravel bar, and all of a sudden I feel an extremely sharp pain on the backside of my left ankle, like kind of like mid-calf area. And so instinctively I kick my leg forward, yeah. and attached to the back of my leg is a water moccasin. Nice. Snake bit. Snake so, bit. Now, now listen, don't, yeah. you know, we want to hear the rest of the story when we come back from the break. We want to hear what happened after that. We're going to go to the break here in about 30 feet. Have you ever been bit by a snake man? Heck no, I haven't. I'd like to keep it that way. But, I mean, here we're leaving him on a cliffhanger. He's yeah, at the yeah. bottom of the creek. Got to get up to the top of the mountain. Got a and snake he's got a moccasin hanging, hanging off his it, Yeah, so it's old Snake River Sean Lusk is, is, is at the bottom of this creek. <laughs> so when, when we come back, we're going to hear the rest of the story. Trey can't be having this much fun wherever he's no. at. Brought to you by Ovaltine. No <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, give us about uh, four minutes, and Ben, myself, and Sean Lusk will be back here with Damon on the wild side. I'm Trey Reed from the Wild Side on 1037 The Buzz, and when I'm looking for a great home-cooked lunch on the fly, my go-to spot is the deli at my neighborhood Edwards Food Giant. There's always a great selection of delicious meats and vegetables, fresh from the kitchen and served with a smile by the friendly folks behind the deli counter. You'll get heaping portions with cornbread or a dinner roll and a drink to wash it down, all for under nine bucks. For home cooking without the hassle of washing dishes, go see our friends at Edwards Food Giant. It's time to hit the lakes and rivers, but before you back that boat into the water, stop by Battery Outfitters in North Little Rock because the boat ramp is a bad place to discover a dead battery. Stephen Heron and the crew will take care of you like family and make sure you are charged up and ready to roll before you make the first cast. Bad batteries take your fish finder out of the equation and you can't stay on the fish if your trolling motor won't turn. So take charge of your fishing fortunes with a trip to Battery Outfitters, 5915 JFK Boulevard. You're listening to Toyota Tuesday. Visit your local Toyota dealer today. Toyota, let's go places. Justin Aker for my friends at Serta Pro Painters. Use the best, and then you don't have to complain about the experience. I have used them many times. You will want to use them many times. And right now, they are reminding you that they offer you the power of pro, the power of timeliness. They show up when they say they will, the power of inspiration. They help guide you on picking a color and making sure your project is set up and done right. Each Serta Pro Painters business, independently owned and operated, Serta Pro Painters, for your home or business, the power of pro. Schedule your free estimate at CertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Did you know you can earn as high as 3% APY on your checking account? You can with Arkansas Federal Credit Union. They make it easy to grow your money fast, much faster than a standard account. Earn as high as 3% APY on your checking balance when monthly requirements are met. What else do you get? Free access to your credit score with Credit IQ, the ability to get paid up to two days early, and much more. APY's annual percentage yield. Call 1-800-456-3000 or visit AFCU.org for more details. Federally insured by NCUA. What is it about the MLB that makes it feel just right to have a beer on your lunch break? The season is in full swing. Get to Twin Peaks and grab a 29-degree draft beer and celebrate MLB, National Barbecue Month, and National Hamburger Month with a Smokestack Burger. Twin Peaks takes a seasoned, smashed, and seared-to-order burger patty and tops it with pulled pork straight from their in-house smoker. Then they add cheddar, red onions, jalapenos, tomato, pickles, cilantro, and top it off with smoky sweet barbecue sauce and chipotle mayo. Get to Twin Peaks and get you some. 
Arkansas Electrical Convention presented by the Electrical League of Arkansas and Illuminating Engineering Society of Little Rock is Thursday, May 19th at State House Convention Center from 7.30 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. Conference, trade show, and social event for all who participate in the electrical industry. AEC will host multiple accredited CE classes, a trade show, lunch, an evening cocktail social, and bag-o tournament. The event is free. Classes are $75, but free for college students. Details at ARKElectricalConvention.com. At AY, it's all about you. Every month, AY features beautiful homes, delicious local eateries, the best travel destinations, and the most gripping personal stories all from around the state that are about you, your family, your friends, or your neighbors. It's time for this week's Keepers and Calls, presented by Battery Outfitters. Sometimes you keep them, sometimes you throw them back. But when it comes to your battery needs, the service and selection at Battery Outfitters are always keepers. Ben, you got a uh, a call we talked about during the break? Yeah, let's start out on the negative and end up on the positive. I like going that way. The call for me this week is that uh, Bass founder Ray Scott passed away on Sunday. Sure did. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners are very familiar. But bass fishing today would not be anything of what it is without his vision, his persistence, uh, you know, he was a one-of-a-kind personality and uh, has done a lot for the sp- great sport of bass fishing. You know, you think about about people in your position, I mean, how important bass fishing is to the average fisherman. It's the most fish uh, for It's species. our number one popular species in the state. And, I mean, so, you know, we got to have the, the, the – we go in and get guys like you to make sure – and a lot of them to make sure we have a good and, – and plus he's everything from, I'd say, batteries, electronics, baits, boats all of it yeah i mean he just was a sharp guy he had the vision he was in had his you know fingers in everything and and just just had it figured out and really brought the sport you know forward quickly well i have a keeper then we'll go back to uh snake river sean lusk on uh edwards food giant hotline but i have one more keeper here uh it and, and this we talked about this too during the break but we should have a good spawn uh all over the state this year it ought to be very very good we had a lot of high water we had mild temps some were a little cooler than we like, but that just it more affects the how long it takes for the eggs to to to, to hatch than anything, and uh, lots of wind. So you know, uh, this let the fish kind of do their thing without a lot of pressure. Yeah, we know well that especially like you know, it's two two different things. High water on the Arkansas River is not a good thing, but high water on impoundments. The, the impoundments is a great thing. Basically, long story short, and it's most important, people think about April when they're doing the business, but really May and June when those young fish are coming up in that vulnerable stage, right. when they can be up in the brush or the trees and have, have a place to hide, that's when we get high survival and good year classes. Good stuff. So uh, let's go back to... Uh, Sean Lusk here on the Edwards Food Giant Hotline. Sean, we're back with you. Okay, you're at the bottom of a ridge. You've got about 30 minutes, <laughs> half an hour to, 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 you've been snake bit. You've got about a half an hour to get back to your car. Then you got to get someplace to have them do something to you, like an emergency room. Tell us what happened. Sean, now. I got to ask before you start, did, did you have to literally pull the snake out of your leg? Or- so when I kicked my leg forward, it was still attached. And then kind of when I hit, like the end of my kick, it went flying, and then wow. hit some rocks. And I mean, it was it was dazed and confused when it landed. We were both dazed and confused looking at it. Oh, other. I imagine, I imagine you were. So, so tell us what happened now at this point, at this juncture. Yeah. So at this point, I'm standing there, 
I have zero cell service. I'm nowhere near my vehicle. And the only thing going through my mind was something that we learned in wilderness first aid about getting bit by a snake. Rule number one is keep your heart rate low. Yeah, don't panic. And so I'm sitting there going, okay, there is a 0% chance that I'm going to keep my heart rate low. And so it's like, all right, well, I've got one option here. You know, I've, I've got to get to my truck. That's, that's my only option. So I trudge across those rivers. And um, going up that mountain, man, it was brutal. I've got a, uh, a buddy that I, I turkey hunt with, and, and he does a, a lot of, runs a lot of marathons. And a couple weekends ago, he and I went out there, and he had to stop two or three times going up that mountain wow. just because it's that brutal. And so I ended up, as you can imagine, getting up that mountain pretty quickly. And so I get to my truck, throw all my stuff in the back, and, man, I'm like Dukes of Hazard style flying <laughs> down the yeah. dirt roads. And so uh, I get out on the asphalt, and I flip my flasher. Probably thought you were a bootlegger or something heading down those roads. Yeah, man, I felt like a bootlegger, honestly. <laughs> and uh, so I get out on the uh, the main road. I throw those flashers on, and I'm going a lot of those stretches, a lot of those straight stretches. I'm going a little over the speed limit, to, uh, to put it lightly. Yeah. yeah. And um, at one point, I end up passing a car, and I notice that a cop pulls in behind me. And so I'm sitting there going, oh, gosh. Like, you know, at this point, I'm, I'm expecting to get pulled over and get a reckless driving ticket. But he actually pulls up behind me, and he gets my license plate number. You know, I can tell he, he pulled up there, and he kind of dropped it back. And so I end up driving all the way in. I'm on Highway 5 headed into Benton. And um, I get up there to that first stoplight. And as you can imagine, man, everybody and their mother's out. And um, the cop pulls up next to me, and uh, – he asks how bad my emergency was, and, you know, I told him that. At that point, it had been about an hour and a half since I'd been bit. Oh, God. And so I told him, and he said, all right, follow me. And so he flipped his lights on and actually gave me an escort. All oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. That so is awesome. More, yeah. No, I mean, it was. I was expecting him to, you know, read me the riot act, but he just, you know, to pull him behind me. He flipped his lights on. I mean, we were driving through intersections, and now I've got nothing but good things to say yeah, about no doubt. and how that situation was handled. That's awesome. And so I finally get to the emergency room, and I get checked in, and uh, they give me an IV, and then they just start pumping me full of who knows what. And um, at this point, the uh, the bite mark, you know, it had been bleeding a little bit, and it had swollen to about the diameter of a tennis ball. Oh. But as soon as I got to the emergency room, man, it just started swelling like crazy to the point where my calf kind of went into my ankle, into my foot. It, it literally looked like I had an elephant leg. Dude. So what did they do? Yeah, I mean, what did they do? Because we're going we're gonna to – listen, we, we know you've done a lot with, with uh, genetics on bass. We know you've done a lot with vegetation. We're going to talk about that, but tell us real quick, what did they – how are you now? So right now, over, over last night, there was a substantial improvement in the swelling and the pain. But the weird part is I woke up this morning, and the lower half of my leg had turned kind of a yellow color. Yeah. Which, as you can imagine, will freak you out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, I jumped in my truck this morning, and I've got to keep my leg elevated. So I threw my leg up on the dashboard, and I drove down <laughs> to my, uh, my primary care physician. God, I wish I could have seen that. <laughs> and, uh, oh, I'm glad no one saw it. Yeah. And uh, so when I got there, I had to uh, just hop on one leg like a kangaroo into the uh, – into the uh, the facility there, and they got me in a wheelchair, and they ended up um, deciding that it was probably just some bruising. bruising yeah, but they yeah. still they still uh, they gave me a tetanus shot and drew some blood, and 
you know, surprisingly, the whole time, the, the, the main way to get rid of the, the venom is just to let your body fight it yeah, off. Like, yeah. I was never given an anti-venom. I mean, there, there's not really much that, that they do unless it's really serious. Like, you, you take a hit. And well, they say the anti-venom can be body. worse than the venom itself in a lot of instances. My, da- yeah, my, my daughter yeah. got bit when she was about eight or nine by a copperhead and, and on the hand, and uh, that's what they told her, just kind of. Watch it. If it turned out it was a dry bite, thank God. But it was. Uh, oh man, that's. Excellent. But yeah, she got. She didn't have to to uh, do anything. But that that's a pretty. Uh, I mean, that's a pretty heck of a. That's a heck of a lead into to what we're going to talk about, isn't it? Yeah, you know, Sean is is uh, won't say it, but it's pretty clear. I mean, it, he is a tough dude. Yeah, and uh, he's be. taking this like a champ, but he knows he's going to have a good story. Well, to you tell. know, it, I don't know if if you working for the game and fish uh, obviously you have to be thick skinned so obviously you must be thick skinned uh, on your leg yeah, i guess so <laughs> well, 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 well go ahead and tell us a little bit uh, ben about about sean and we'll uh, let you ask him some questions delve in some things he's doing yeah I, I wanted to bring sean in to talk about i knew there were a couple of things that our anglers uh in the audience i know we have a bunch of them would be interested in and uh you know two main things are you hear people talk about degray on vegeta- uh, vegetation on lake degray and reestablishment project and uh sean and and uh brett hobbs out of the hot springs office really spearheaded that project and uh it's gone really well we're we're crossing our fingers every day that you know the lake doesn't shoot up or anything and so far it's looking really good and he's lining up uh, we can't get into too much detail yet, but some other research that might help us answer where, wh- why did that go so right, and how can we replicate it elsewhere? And then another thing is, he is a, a, a highly sought after award winner uh, on a publication that he and some other colleagues did about uh, bass genetics. Uh, they were looking at some stuff on Washington de Grey, and uh, so I'd like to get into a little bit of that. Well, let's talk about it. Go ahead. Well, Sean, why don't you why don't you just outline, you know, uh, kind of. What you saw on the vegetation and what you guys did, uh, you know, to try to get that going. Yeah, so, you know, just as a little bit of background, I know most people know that once upon a time, both Lakes Washtenaw and DeGray had quite a bit of aquatic vegetation. And then right around 2009, 2010, um, you know, there, there were some efforts to try to control the aquatic vegetation in certain areas. And during a four-year period, there was record highs and record lows on both of those lakes. And we're talking about we're talking about water levels, not not temperature levels. Yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah, we're talking water levels yeah. here. There was a two years of record lows followed by two years of near record highs, and so a kind of a culmination of things came together to really knock back that aquatic vegetation. And um, when it comes to supporting a healthy fishery, there's few things that you can do that are better for that fishery than providing some form of complex cover. And a lot of the times that complex cover is aquatic vegetation. So for a, for a while there, you know, we kind of expected that the vegetation would start to rebound on Washtaw and the gray. And it did start to rebound on Washtaw, but it never really started to come back on the gray. So in 2019, we decided that we were going to do something to try to bring that aquatic vegetation back. Right. And so we met with the, uh, the Corps of Engineers Engineering Research and Development Center, and they, they specialize on reestablishing aquatic vegetation. That's what they do. And so we brought them in and um, kind of told them the situation, and they basically created a little game plan for us to follow. Well, now, now hold, hold, hold that thought because we got a break we're going into for about in about 30 seconds. Uh, we want to hear that game plan. Um, so, Ben, I know you've got some questions. I have some questions. Sean, just stick with us a few more minutes. 
keep that leg elevated. <laughs> don't, <laughs> totally don't, 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 don't worry about the other leg turning yellow. It's, it's, it's fine. <laughs> and we'll be back uh, with Ben and Sean and Damon on the wild side in about four minutes. Mr. Phillips found old Johnny Cash. Spring and summer may be behind us, but that doesn't mean there's not a good reason to get out to Lake Maumelle to enjoy a day on the water. Trey Reed here from the wild side to tell you about West Rock Landing. Our friends at West Rock have everything you need to enjoy a day on the lake. Whether you're fishing for bass or crappie or just taking in the amazing views of the Washita Mountains, West Rock offers bait, tackle, boat rentals, and so much more. Check them out at westrocklanding.com or go see them just a few miles west of Little Rock on Highway 10. West Rock Landing, your gateway to Lake Maumel. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros has been serving the community for more than 15 years. Locally owned and operated, we offer a wide range of name brand tires, wheels, and automotive service you can trust so your dollars stay in our community. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, where customers are treated like family. Service like your daddy used to get. Visit in-store at one of our two locations or shop for tires and service online at allabouttireandbrake.com. Trader Bill's Outdoors and Southern Reel Outfitters offer the largest fishing tackle selection in the region, including the newest lures and the newest colors, as well as a wide selection of locally made lures that are proven winners on Arkansas lakes and streams. They also carry top-of-the-line rods and reels by the industry's leading companies, and they employ local anglers who are always prepared to answer your questions and set you on the path to success. Trader Bill's Outdoors and Southern Reel Outfitters, where great fishing and boating begin. It's Jan from Toyota. Summer's here, and with an exciting new Toyota, you can take a trip to all the places that make summer, summer. Like a trip to the stables in a new Tundra. Whoa, easy girl. Going hot air ballooning. Hey, I can see my forerunner from here. Road trips to tourist traps in a new Camry. That has to be the world's biggest beehive. And my absolute favorite, taking a raft or out to go fly fishing. I'm mostly in it for these cool waders. But you can't beat the sounds of nature. <sighs> a gentle stream, the birds singing without a care in the world, and a sudden summer storm, <laughs> a classic. Summer starts at your participating Toyota dealer. Now's the perfect time to test drive our most exciting models like Tacoma, Corolla, Highlander, and more. The event ends May 31st. Toyota, let's go places. Dealer inventory may vary. Cards issued by Celtic Bank member FDIC. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's credit cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 3.3% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. 
The Gravely Mower Spring Tour ramps back up this Friday as Morning Mayhem invades the crown jewel of Southern Arkansas, Star City. Broadcasting live once again from Lawn and Power Equipment. So come by and say hi to the guys. And while you're there, be sure and test drive a Gravely Mower. It all happens this Friday morning, the 13th, at Lawn and Power Equipment in Star City. Mobile sports betting is now live on the Bet Saracen app. Go to betsaracen.com for details plus $500 in free play. betsaracen.com. I'm a real wild one. Wild one. Wild one. Wild one. It's the All About Tire and Brake Tip of the Week. All About Tire and Brake because you deserve hassle free service. Hey, a little tip this, kind of, this time of year. Um, if you're out fishing for fish to take home and eat, uh, you know, get you an ice chest and Throw some ice in it and, and put them in there and take take what you want uh, home to eat, as Bill Dance used to say. Take what you want, release the rest. <laughs> That's uh, right. Uh, but, you know, if you're fishing tournaments, um, uh, this time of year, keep ice handy. You know, keep some uh, – I like to keep uh, some some uh, Gatorade bottles of ice, you know, the, 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 the cord or the, or the little bit smaller ones. Uh, keep some rejuvenate power. You can also power. You can also use just just salt, can't you, Ben? Yeah. So uh, you know, we, in, in the fisheries community, we've done a fair bit of research on live well care because, of right, course, right. it's very important uh, for us and for tournament folks. And um, you know, it's about a three percent salt solution, or there's a lot of rejuvenate and other chemical, uh, you know, commercially available products. Here's the big deal: uh, it's all about temperature. So. From like, you know, low temps till uh, about 85, 87 degrees, your mortality stays pretty low. They get real finicky after that. Mortality will shoot way up. And I'm talking about from like 4 or 5% to 20, 30, 40, yep, 50%. Yep. It doesn't take long. So Mark's right, that, that uh, ice, keeping them cool, and again, that little bit of, of some kind of salt solution that helps, that just helps lower their stress levels. And, and, and the thing is, is... Uh, if you do catch one, a big one, you want to release it, get a quick picture of it and put it back quick. I mean, get it back in the water as quick as you can. Yeah, now listen, I'm not going to comment too hard on this, but I do see that there's this culture of non-tournament anglers taking four or five fish to try to do a hero pick at the end of the day. And, I mean, look, it's your right to do that if you want to, but for me, I don't think if you decide when you go whether you're going to keep something or not and right, then right, toss right. it back if you're not. So that's our All About Tire and Break tip of the week this week. Just uh, – Take care of your fish. So we're going right back to uh, Sean Lusk on the Edwards Food Giant Hotline. We were uh, uh, just we left. We're off. talking about vegetation, and Sean was talking about working with some folks at the Corps of Engineers who work on vegetation. Uh, and I'll, I'll let him kind of pick up where we were. Yeah, and Sean, we'll go, we'll do this segment. We'll go to the vegetation. When we come back. We'll go straight into genetics. Okay, cool. Yeah. So the uh, the Corps of Engineers basically wrote us up a little game plan. Um, on what we can do. Now, in that game plan, there's still a lot of question marks because reestablishing aquatic vegetation in reservoirs that have larger changes in lake level elevation hasn't really been ironed out quite yet. So for, uh, for our efforts, we focused on four different species of aquatic vegetation, and uh, we're starting to find out that it, it seems like our best bet is focusing on coontail. Now, if you're fishing down on the gray, you may have seen some of these floating little enclosures that we've put out there that are full of vegetation. Have you seen those before? Oh, yeah, yeah. So what those are doing is those are kind of acting like little founder colonies because our two biggest threats for reestablishing vegetation on the Gray Lake is major changes in lake-level elevation and herbivory, so predators coming in there and actually eating our, our plants. 
So what we're doing is we're putting those plants in those floating enclosures, which they float, which protects them from major changes in lake level elevation, and they're wrapped in snow fencing, which keeps turtles from getting in there. And so the whole time those enclosures are floating, they're just sending out little uh, vegetative structures called tyrions. They're sending out seeds. They're sending out little uh, pieces of fragmentation. And what those are doing is basically acting like little pepper shakers. And they're just seeding those whole areas. Well, it's acting kind of like a, 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 a regular piece of, uh, just a natural piece of vegetation floating would do. It's just protecting that piece of vegetation. Exactly. And the cool thing about coontail is it doesn't actually have to be rooted. Did you know that? Did you know it could live just perfectly free-floating? No, no. I didn't know that no, either, Sean. No, no. We're yeah, both shaking no, our heads, cool yes, but we didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, and the cool thing about it is it, it can live perfectly fine, just free-floating. So we don't have to give it soil. It just gets all of its nutrients actually from the water, and it's, it's right there at the surface, so it gets all of its sunlight right there. So we started this in 2019, and as of last summer, there was a couple areas um, just adjacent to where we have some of these closure, enclosures where there were actual freestanding patches of coontail. And now, y'all, y'all no actually had we, you actually had little subs go down and, and, and shoot pictures of this too, haven't you? Yeah, we um uh, the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff um they've done a, a phenomenal job of getting out there and helping us monitor our actual progress because you don't want to do something like what we're doing and have no way of determining what's working and what's not working. This is a very adaptive approach, and we need to know what species are working. What certain areas are we actually establishing? What areas are we affecting? And what can we do to really key in on those those few areas? So we're at an exciting point in the project where we're starting to see, okay, these particular species are working, and they're starting to grow in these areas. Okay, well, let's start focusing a lot more of our effort on those key areas and see if we can get a lot more of this vegetation growing out there. This is the fun thing about science, Mark. We try stuff. We, you know, throw it at the wall, see what sticks, do more of what works. And I, I want to just hit on something earlier Sean kind of started on. But, you know, we talk a lot about doing these brush projects and cutting trees and all this. And that's fantastic. And we are going to continue to do this. If you had to tell me pick one or the other, vegetation establishment or brush piles, I'm going to say vegetation yeah, every yeah. single time. Right, but right. remember, yep. these reservoirs are flood controlled, so they're meant to be able to go. I mean, bull shoals can fluctuate 40 feet in a year. Well, a plant that only grows 8 or 10 feet tall, you put it 30, 40 foot underwater, and it can't get sunlight Well, anymore. you know, the other thing is, is it's, it, we've talked about this before, Ben. It's Mother Nature. I mean, I remember when Washita was so high. I mean, it was incredibly high, and the sunlight wasn't getting to a lot of the grass. And then all of a sudden... Washita just drops out. You know, I remember those days. And, I mean, then, then you know, of course, there were other circumstances on some of the lakes, no question about it. Sure. But, uh, you know, a lot of it was uh, was Mother Nature. And, and sometimes you get it right and sometimes you get it wrong. Sometimes Mother Nature works with you and other times she doesn't. That's exactly right. She giveth and she taketh away. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. So so has is, is that been one of the hardest things you've done is try to establish this uh, aquatic vegetation? Yeah, because, you know, there, there's just so many unknowns with it right now. You know, we, we've, got, we've got establishing vegetation on reservoirs that don't fluctuate very much. We've got that pretty dialed in in terms of when you plant, what species you use, um, how you actually go about planting those species. But these reservoirs that fluctuate 10 to 15 feet are just a completely different ball game. Now, the inspiring thing is it is possible, right, 
there was a time when both Washtaw and Gray had a lot of aquatic uh, native aquatic vegetation right. growing. So Mother Nature was able to figure it out. Now we just need to kind of reverse engineer the process and figure out, okay, we just need to get these types of vegetation growing in these places at this time with this method. If we can just answer those questions, it'll open up a lot of options, not just for DeGray, but other core reservoirs across Arkansas and largely across the southeast. I want to get you on one one evening with Ben. We'll get you on the show when you, when you heal up, and we'll uh, uh, talk a little bit about what kind of vegetation you determine works best and Absolutely. what kind of vegetation you want to make sure you keep out of waterways because there's a lot of invasive species that don't care how much work you do and if you get the right vegetation in a lake and it starts growing you can get the wrong one in there and it can it can change the dynamic on everything that's right we're fighting to get rid of bad ones in some places and fighting hard to get good ones coming other places right and and like you say then you have then you have herbivorous animals that are that don't care what it is they just want to eat it these turtles were holy heck on these cages. We didn't know it was going to be that way, but they they, they figured it back out. Well, listen, uh, we've got Sean Lusk on the Edwards Food Giant Hotline. He's going to do this uh, next segment with us. We're going to come back and talk about black bass genetics. we got Ben Batten here sitting next to me, so we'll be back in about uh, four minutes. Mark Hedrick here from the Wild Side to tell you about our friends at West Rock Landing on Lake Maumelle. I've been fishing Maumelle for decades, and even though I've learned a few things about catching fish on the lake through the years, I've also learned that it all starts at West Rock Landing. If you're looking for a place to hold your next bass tournament, our friends at West Rock are ready to help you take care of the details. Their covered deck is perfect for weigh-ins. They can also set you up with a boat rental for a day of fishing or a day of just enjoying the views in the area's wildlife. Go see them today. West Rock Landing, your gateway to Lake Maumelle. I'm Mark Hedrick from the Wild Side here on 103.7 The Buzz. You probably already know Edwards Food Giant as the meat people. And when I'm looking to throw a steak on the grill, my first stop is the incredible meat counter at Edwards Food Giant. Ribeyes, fillets, strips, T-bones, mm-mm, and porterhouses. Whatever your favorite cut, you'll find the best selection of certified Angus beef at Edwards Food Giant. Their prices are great, with weekly specials that will make your next steak dinner as affordable as it is tasty. Go see them today. Edwards Food Giant, the meat people. You're listening to Toyota Tuesday. Visit your local Toyota dealer today. Toyota, let's go places. Guys, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low T. Schedule your complete health assessment right now at Low T Center. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for $155 a month, cash pay, or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a Low T Center or you just need the convenience of at-home treatments, no problem. Low T Center, they make it easy to get started on treatment. Only your first two visits are in person. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, focus, and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See Monica Reiners or Brian Kress in North Little Rock or Jamie Hoofman in Little Rock. 
Congratulations to Noah Becker of Pulaski Academy and Cassie Cervantes of Benville West High School for being named the All-Arkansas Preps Outstanding Players of the Year in Tennis as chosen by the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. They are among 400 Arkansas high school athletes who will be honored at the All-Arkansas Preps Awards Banquet on Saturday, June 11th, sponsored by CHI St. Vincent. The event is emceed by Steve Sullivan with special guest David Basil and keynote speaker MLB star Tori Hunter. Visit allarkansaspreps.com. Looking to keep updated with baseball in Arkansas? Tune in each Friday during Drive Time Sports for Around the Horn with me, Kevin Bohannon. Special thanks to the Wood family of dealerships, Stanley Wood Chevy Buick GMC, and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Batesville. It's just an angry once again for Serta Pro Painters. We talk a lot about high school, college, and pro when it comes to sports. We're talking about the pros, though, when it comes to Serta Pro Painters. They're putting the pro in Serta Pro, and you can book online at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. And each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. They offer you the power of inspiration, the power of doing it right. If you're looking to create a little more curb appeal, Serta Pro can help with that. Spring is the perfect time to spruce up the outside look of your home with some new exterior paint. Book it online right now at SertaPro.com. Welcome back to the Wild Side on 103.7 The Buzz. The Wild Side Outdoor Report is brought to you by West Rock Landing, your gateway to fishing and fun on Lake Maumil. Well, the Fishing Stuff Extreme team was on Greer's Ferry this weekend, and Huey Applegate and Greg Alt had five bass, weighed 14, 17. They won 7,500 bucks. Drew Dawson, Bill Hugan uh, had five fish, 1160. They won 3,500. Wayne Dixon and Jared Allen had five fish that weighed 1056. They won 2,250 bucks. Congratulations to them. Nice. Uh, Lake Maumelle Bass League, which was on Lake Nimrod. Uh, Chase Peak and J.J. Johnson had 20.49 pounds. That's a pretty nice sack. That's a good sack. Creighton Sawyer, uh, who's been on the show with his son before, and Keegan Belt uh, had 1735. And then Nick Lawrence and Curtis Priest uh, had 1711. And Smiling Mike Hammett. And Eric Wallace had 558 big bass, so we're glad to see that. And right now, the uh, West Rock Landing at Lake Maumel Tuesday night tournament is going They're on. out there now. They're out they? there now, so we'll have a report on them next week. But let's uh, go right back to the uh, Edwards Food Giant Hotline, Damon, and bring Sean Lusk back with us. And, Sean, you back with us? I am, yep. Let's talk a little bit about bass genetics. we got about five minutes. Yeah, so again, I just want to be clear and, and kind of brag a little bit because I know Sean won't, but uh, we have an award within the Southern Division of American Fisheries Society, which is our professional society uh, for fisheries, and, and there, there's an award for the best presentation at one of our meetings, and, and I would have to guess there was probably 40-plus presentations in this competition, and, and Sean and his group won the top publication. So anyway, it's, it's award-winning Florida bass research going on right here in Arkansas. So Sean... You you give them, you give the the short version of what yeah, you guys us, are looking give, give at. Give us the version in a nutshell here. Yeah, yeah, this is definitely a topic I could talk about until you know I ran out of breath <laughs> ten years from now. But um, so basically, what happened is back in the uh, the mid two thousands, we began stocking both Lake Washtaw and DeGray with pure Florida largemouth bass, and um, we concentrated all of our stockings into Rabbit Tail and Buckville on Lake Washtaw and uh, Brushy Creek on Gray Lake. And so these lakes were stocked every single year for eight consecutive years. And then before stocking, after stocking, and during stocking, we went into each of those stocking areas and we collected a bunch of fin clips. And so what the, uh, 
the uh, the paper that Ben was referring to was was talking about was basically how the lake-wide genetic composition responded to those stockings. And what we found was actually quite interesting. Going back after our post-stocking, we found very, 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 very few pure Florida largemouth bass. Okay? So even though we had stocked, you know, about 800,000 fingerling pure Florida largemouth bass into isolated areas of both lakes, we found very few pure Florida largemouth bass. However, the majority of the fish that we sampled actually did contain some Florida genetics. So what would cause that? Well, basically what was going on was the fish that we stocked, a percentage of them were surviving to maturity and starting to spawn naturally. With the northerns. And once those, yeah, with the northern largemouth bass, which a Florida largemouth bass doesn't necessarily seek out another Florida. All of our different genotypes of, of largemouth bass will actually spawn together. So just by the laws of probability, one of those pure Floridas was, was finding a pure northern and spawning, which would create what we refer to as an F1, that first-generation cross between a pure Florida and a pure northern. And then once that fish hit maturity, more than likely it was going to spawn with a pure northern. So that fish becomes 25% Florida, 75% northern. And this goes on and on and on. And basically what we found was um, once those fish that we had stocked had reached maturity and started spawning, that's when we started to see a lot of Florida genetics move across the lake. So right now, the overwhelming majority of fish in Lake Washtenaw and DeGray, on primarily eastern sides of the lake, have some Florida genetics, but they are not Florida bass. A lot of them contain, you know, five to ten percent Florida. So that so that would 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 presuppose then that that the fish could grow a little bigger, and could have a little more. Uh, uh, they might do better down here. They yeah, might, let might me chime in it. a couple things. Why do we stock Florida large enough bass? At the end of the day, our goal is to connect people with more eight-plus pound fish. One thing people think about that, that so many people don't understand this, but it's just the facts, we're not stocking Florida large enough bass to increase the total number of bass in the lake. The survival is just not that good. Right, you, right. you, A lot of the studies they get eaten. Are, are single digits, but... We're trying to get that genetic material in there to increase the chance of bigger. The other thing is uh, that, that people don't always know, Florida bass require warmer temperatures. If you put them in a place where it's too cold, they'll still live. They won't grow faster than a northern, and they're worse about biting. They are known to be tougher to catch. Oh, and no so, question when so cold. in Arkansas, it's really the bottom 50 to 60% of the state is kind of ripe. And then Swepco, as you know, oh, man. a little something about up in northwest because it's warm. You'll have to tell me where that is sometime. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but uh, no, in Sean's research, the point is we're trying to figure out what percentage of Florida bass is necessary and what do we have to stock to, to be around that, to get the achieved again. At the end of the day, my job is to connect more people in Arkansas with fish, and if we can make them better fish, all the better. And that's awesome. And listen, I, I was thinking about something too. You know, Spider Man was bit by a spider, correct? <laughs> correct? Is that isn't that true? Yeah. Are you knitting you a little uniform right now, Sean? Are you going to be like uh, uh, you know the the new uh, uh, super uh, bass biologist? Have you a little deal now? Since I don't you know got, about that, but I might become a new snake biologist. There you yeah, go. Yeah, herpetologist of some kind. We won't keep you working <laughs> yeah. on these bass, Sean. You're no doing doubt. good things. Well, listen, you know, Sean, we appreciate you coming on. 
and joining us on the Edwards Food Giant Hotline. Uh, ben, appreciate you uh, coming on, uh, as always. Always a pleasure. I think I'm coming back to see you next week. Yep, yep. And I think uh, Deke Whitbeck's going to come in next oh, week as well. So we'll have a couple of folks. Damon, thank you. We're going to, again, Trey will not be here next week. He's going to be somewhere fly fishing and i haven't heard much so i was Lucky. yeah but, but hey would you rather be on the flats fishing or would you rather be hanging with us <laughs> we'll see you next week on the wild side thanks for tuning in have a good one guys the hairs on your arm will stand up at the terror in each sip and in each sup will you partake of that last offered cup or disappear into the potter's ground when the man comes around. The last battle.